bit of the whole thing, and then once we're talking about those parts, we just riff. So we'll like, I'll say something about the beginning, like give a little, little snippet of what happens, and then if something you want to talk about during that, and then if you just go on a tangent on something else, like Lauren, you. Yeah, she'll be brought up. She's up, um, and also <laughs> she's gonna be a hot topic. Just so y'all know, we've been streaming. I press the buttons. Oh, it's live. Yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we are here for episode fifty-eight, I believe, and we are watching watched Oppenheimer. And I think I speak for everybody in this room when I say, "Thank God, this isn't based off reality, and this is just a movie that we don't have to worry about." <laughs> anything like <laughs> i mean this would have been a horrendous act to actually do to a group of people oh, yeah, you're saying you're glad this is, was non-fiction yeah of course or wait fiction yeah it was non-fiction correct the joke is that it was fiction we're on the same page <laughs> <laughs> we are joined with a good friend of mine tyler solenberger um near and dear to my heart he was almost far and away from my heart because I had to beg him to come on the podcast. I start. Yeah. You go. <laughs> is that? I mean, were you going to name some of my accolades or? No, no, that that's as good as I got for right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I mean, this is definitely uh, been wanting to be on this show for a long time. <laughs> it might be the first episode I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh, the word but you're listening. On, but. But I like what you guys are doing already. So. This is how we get new listeners. We invite them on the podcast and they feel obligated to listen. Yeah, kind of like my friend Wad, my ex-friend. Yeah, I, well, he, uh, he had a big date with the couch tonight, so. <laughs> yeah, you can't really blame him. So, uh, so you tagged me in and I said, you know what, Vic, I'm laying down the wall. I'm yeah. going to film this podcast tonight. I don't care. John wants me to. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear what happened to them? You watched it with Wad, right? I did. Did you hear what happened at their showing? Someone dress up as Hitler? No, we were, uh, like, right after they uh, dropped the bombs on uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, it was like, this guy just gets up and he starts <laughs> singing the national anthem. Yes. And he butchered it, dude. Oh, really? Completely butchered it. I think we all have a little bit of trouble around the Star Spangled Banner part. Yeah, and, and I mean, it was just like, what is going on right now? And then, like Nolan said, I mean, the first thing that you think of is, is this guy about to, like, murder everybody in the theater? Oh, uh, if you see a guy it's stand terrifying. up. And How start... I would have just wished you did it at the start. Because yeah. if I sat through a three-hour-long movie and then got shot, I'd be really pissed Well, they off. said he was being nuts the whole time, too. He was saying stuff? Uh, well, He was walking up and down know. the aisle. What? Now, I'm not even sure it's the same guy they thought it was. Oh, really? The guy with like, the boot on his leg or whatever was like with a wife and a little kid. Like, How much of the national stuff? anthem did he sing? Whole thing? Uh, I think he realized that he was a jackass and he butchered it so bad that he like kind of walked out to like get popcorn or something. So it wasn't that much. It was like a ten second. Do you think this was a guy that was trying to make a, a viral video or was he out of that age range? I I don't know. I couldn't get a good look at the guy. I could tell that. Was it loud? Yeah, it was loud. I mean, it was like right there on the landing in between where the lower level and the yeah. upper level is. So I'm we're like second row up in the top. So I can really only see this guy. He's like his hand in the air or something. And everybody's just kind of confused. Like, 
Everybody is kind of like, nobody even said, like, shut up, like, sit down, you know. Yeah. And I think everybody was in shock that this guy was, like, busting out nationally. <laughs> Started praying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were too worried about their own life. All so, right. All right. Run it. Got to keep on watching, and that we do, folks. That we do. Man, I've never <laughs> seen, like... Is that your first reaction to the intro video? Yeah, I have never seen that. <laughs> oh, my God. My, my I, you know, it's creative, definitely. Very creative. My cousin made it. And also, at the end, y'all did the classic, like, hey, let's make ourselves look like the most handsome cartoon characters in history. They, hey, somebody else did that. Hey, I, we just censored the photo. We just gave her a picture. I'm more shocked about the end of it or, like, the whole thing. Oh, it should be the whole uh, thing. It's my, a little chaotic. My little cousin made that. That's, I mean, it's spectacular. She's got inner demons. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah, I, mean, I just like the little knight costumes. You know, oh, I mean, characters. we got it all made, bro. Uh, yeah, it sounds like you guys got something rolling here for sure. Uh, yeah. All right, let's dive right into it. You guys want to give a rating for this movie? Yep, on the count of three. You got your rating? Yep, ready? One, One two, three. three. 9.0. Whoa! 9.0 is wildly too high. I was going to give it an 8.8 .8 leaving the theater. But then I was thinking about it, and I think that I'm going to like this movie a lot more in the future. Once I understand it, but I don't know if I'll even watch it again. <laughs> no. I gave it a 7.8. I'm on the... But it's Christopher Nolan. Yeah. It's going to be high-quality production, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, everything looked great. I mean, the... You know, the cinema experience is all there like his other movies, but the story itself wasn't worth it. It wasn't. It wasn't a It was the invention of the A bomb. It's yeah. not a biography piece that's like I read about it too because I was like I was like you afterwards it's like what Let me, I, gotta help. I need a little bit of hope connecting some of these dots. Yeah, too. especially <laughs> when Christopher Nolan goes Present, past, future, present, past, past, future, present, past, future. The yeah, whole time. they would do it in black and white, and you could tell the Yeah, difference. but that, why was the black and white one the most present thing? Yeah, I already... Was like hot, yeah, that was like the most recent... Yeah, it should have been It should have been in color in the, the start. When because like you don't... Because it's the least amount. You want the least amount in black and white possible. Well, they should have explained that to us before. No, you're not going to be like, hey guys, we're going to do the future in black and white because we want the least amount of that possible. I mean, he starts the movie with the bombs. You don't even see the bombs at the end, which I had qualms. I actually, that is a big qualm that I I had qualms. I was like, dude, I wanted, to, I didn't want to see, like, the test bomb. <laughs> I didn't want to see any of, like, the carnage below, but I wanted to see the mushroom. I wanted to see the airplane drop. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wanted to see, like, hey, this is what happened. At least for a POV of the guys in the plane, the pilots. Exactly. That would have been beast. And because you know that it would have affected them greatly, being like, we literally just blew up like a whole <laughs> yeah. city. Like, yeah. You could have thrown a little smidge in there of like, 
you know, not and again, like you said, you don't have to be the aftermath. We don't need to see. I don't want to see babies literally burning alive and stuff like that. They did that, a POV but. of the pilot seeing the other plane, and that was Eisenhower cool. was classic. Yeah, that was he was like black. Is that? Oh, dude, that was nuts. I saw that like later after I watched Gary the movie. Oldman. Yeah, Gary that Oldman was. I feel like I have blood on my hands. He's like, get this science pussy out of my office. <laughs> we did, don't ever bring that to try, baby. That was apparently all true, though. Yeah, yeah. We're like, you're such a wimp, dude. Yeah, are you you don't want to make a hydrogen bomb, you damn wimp. <laughs> I do think he was wrong about dude, that. Dude, I want to see a hydrogen bomb. Yeah, yeah. We I need think to that, like, that. America. I'm like, whoa. That A-bomb was something serious. You're telling me that we could potentially... hundred times. More powerful? hundred times worse. When yeah. we're talking about our nuclear warheads today, are those H-bombs or A-bombs? Oh, I think it's I a good be, mix of both. I would be willing to bet it's a, a, lot, it's of a lot of H-bombs. Yeah. Oh, I bet it's like 50-50. Because, yeah. like, you don't want to drop an H-bomb on, like, a small city. So you got a little A-bomb for that little <laughs> mouth. But then you also have, like, I could take out New York in one foul swoop. Yeah. H-bomb. Um. Yeah, I mean... I, I really do wish that they kind of would have just shown what it should have. At least, and then the carnage as well. Goes, oh, he did it, and then it just goes and cuts back to his BS little hearing they're doing for him. That's about, what the oh yeah, you're such a crybaby, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, you literally created this thing, and now you're like, I've got blood on my hands. You know? Yeah, I feel like I have blood on my hands. I mean, He's like, it is grabbed his handkerchief. I was like, that was me. <laughs> and that's the other thing is like. I, I can understand his moral dilemma, you know, but the guy did work on it for like four years. And he was and wishy like, You know what end game with you building uh, this thing knew. is the whole time you're doing His whole thing was like, oh, you know, like we build it. We don't have any say in what they do with it, but like. He was also we're just super wishy-washy because he would say that the whole time and then he was crying about it once it happened. Once the whole Communist Party thing came in, I got bamboozled. So I knew that was, the, that was confusing the whole time. Yeah. I think I already really liked this movie, and then when I watch again and I can read this movie, because sometimes the music yeah, and I the speed, so I think I'm going to like it a lot better. Yeah. So that's why Christopher Nolan's like known for just like putting bass so loud in his movies that you feel it in your asshole. <laughs> and this whole time, this whole time, I'm like, um, I feel like I have anxiety the whole entire time watching Christopher Nolan movie because I'm just like, it's the whole like Interstellar like. But it's yeah. just not as part of that. Though. It's yeah. not as intense as Interstellar. The story behind Interstellar was cooler. Yeah. Well, that yeah. was Hans Zimmer, that guy. He wasn't in this movie, the Ooh. musical guy. Yeah. Oh, really? And he's also like does the music for every great movie ever. Yeah. He's like, oh, why, would, why would everybody not just lock him in? I think he gets either that guy or the Hamilton guy. He always makes good tunes. Yeah, but doesn't show tunes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I've seen him do like. Animated movies where I'm like, damn, that was a bop. <laughs> oh yeah, he did Encanto. But uh, he did Encanto, and then he did the one with the little like uh, monkey that sings music. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> There's some bangers. Jot that down. Where did you watch this movie? Little movie with the, the little monkey. Am I am I running out of time? That's in that. Is that from banger. Netflix? Uh, yeah. Vivo or something. Vivo. Yeah. Yeah. Vivo. I'll jot good that movie. down. Yeah. Where did you watch this movie? At the theater. Which one? The <laughs> Georgian? Georgian, yeah. So, did they play that? Um, did you make it for the previews? Uh, a little bit of them. Did I you see The Exorcist preview? The what? The Exorcist? Yes! Oh my Terrible. god! Oh Shivering my god. in my boots. Oh my you don't Watch, do that to kids. Watch next to me and I go, I was like, oh my god. 
Yeah. Like, That's terrifying. Yeah, they <laughs> need like really a disclaimer is. before they even play that. Have you ever seen the original Exorcist? I don't think I have. The well, original Exorcist is kind of funny. It's funny because it's so fake now. Oh, yeah. like in the, what, late 60s? That's no, but you would be like, fake. You would be terrified. Oh, no, the new one is going to be so terrifying <laughs> yeah. because everything's new. Like, the and it's two little girls instead of one little girl. Yeah. And the original Exorcist, you're just like, ah, uh, yeah, I could see how, like, if you rewinded me 50 years ago <laughs> and I didn't have any knowledge of what movies would progress to, this right. could be potentially scary, yeah. but... It's like how Star Wars... movie is not scary anymore. Everybody's like, oh, the original Star Wars, that's, like, one of the best movies I've ever seen, and then you watch it and you're like, I'm pretty sure I see a string holding that spaceship up. Yeah, you're like, dude, this is literally the kind of stuff that's filmed in a basement. So. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it'll be like that in the future from now, or have... Special effects. No, I mean, we're always progressing to a point where we never see. If we're not, if special effects reaches its peak, we'll get into a point where AI or like virtual reality or augmented reality and movies become one and the same to where you're put inside of the movie. I could see something more like that than our special effects being bad in the future. Just want to make sense. I can't picture like it getting much. Do I remember those movie chairs that they always had? Like you never saw them in the movie theater, but they always had like a display of what they were. And it was like four dimensional movie chairs, and like it would shake when like yeah. the movie shook, and then like it would like <laughs> or like that you. like yeah like the that Disney ride where you smell yeah. oranges and you're yeah. like floating over like the oasis. I was you... gonna say the the first thing I think of with stuff like that is like at Disney as being like a kid, you always go on like one I of smell those the rides. tangerines. Yeah, you go on one of those rides and it'd be like shake ya and then yeah, it'd be like some gas would get yeah. you know, in time perfectly with what you're watching. Yeah. Imagine Lord of the Rings if you were like in it. Uh, I think I'd hate it, but I'd I love it. Would oh. Definitely want to be a Yurikai. <laughs> what the hell is a Yurikai? Are you gonna work? Yeah, they're like the uh, they're the, the most beast the, BA, the badass ones in the, oh, the, uh, in that, the uh, fellowship. The yeah, the hands on face. Saruman. Amen. You know how the Yurikai came. You're <laughs> you're a nerd for Lord of the Rings. He loves Lord of the Rings. Uh, no, they were elves. They were elves. They okay, were I knew elves. that part. That's why they're beasts, though. But then yeah. what happened? They're big. They were buried. They were poisoned. I think that they got poisoned along with like you know like the Nazgul. Yeah. And they they got poisoned. I think that it was similar with the uh, some of the elves. The but why are they found elves. underneath trees and stuff? No, I think that they can grow them. <laughs> I think that's literally what they're doing. They're it's, growing them. Yeah, need heat. You know, so they have a no, they body. weren't growing them out there. Like when it was like, and they're going under the trees and they've got like, trees and they're coming out of little sacks. So they were buried orcs, just like growing them. No, no I think no. they were bar- they were growing them. I think they grow them. They were like, <laughs> there's no way that you could have an army unless, like, the size and it. span of it. <laughs> like that they had. I like thought they, they were just like, you were grown. I thought they were on retainer. Just like taking a nap down there. No, I don't think it's like, they needed. They just needed the trees for the wood to heat up so that they could, you know, <laughs> get them out of the, the blaze that they were in. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah. Yeah, he's a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Whenever I catch <laughs> yeah, a good meme, yeah. I send it his way. But, uh, yeah, man. Um, Einstein being around back then. That Einstein blew my was freaking mind. I was like, this dude was just hanging. When would you yeah. have guessed he was around? 18, uh, <laughs> late 18s. Yeah. I think I, he probably, I mean, he's probably born then. Oh, right, Da Vinci was, Da Vinci died in like 1982. Wow. That's no, that one's hot. Well, Oppenheimer was born in like 
the 80, like late 1880s, and he then was, was died in like 50, 60 or something. Is there anyone from this movie that's still I think he was into the early 1900s. Today. I doubt it. Not no, Oppenheimer. He died in the 60s. Because if you think about it, all those people alive during that period were adults, so pretty much Oppenheimer had two kids. Bad dad. Huh? He gave his kids away. He was no, fast. it was like he a was... month. He's like, we just need a break. He said, I need you to take my kids. I need you to take them for a long and time. And this guy said, you're one of the greatest mind in the world. That comes with challenges. We'll take your freaking kid. Wow. Yeah, dude. What a good friend. I right. was confused about the closing scene. So instead of the two bombs, which we wanted to see, we get this like little celebration where they're like in that little like, they're stomping their feet. Yeah. And they're going nuts. But then like at some point he's having a panic attack. And he looks at a lady in the stands and she's like laughing. And then he looks again and she's like bawling her eyes out. And then they randomly throw a cameo of like two people. And I think it might have been chicks like making out. Was it chicks? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was I, like, I well, know. it's a new day and age, so it always makes you think they're probably like, oh, we don't have any, you know. It's like World's End type stuff. So they threw, like, oh, oh underneath the stadium. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it two chicks? Well, it I thought two it was chicks just, making out. It would make sense because they were hiding because it was back in the day, but these two chicks underneath the stadium making out. Hey. More That's what I'm saying you. because they were probably like, whoa, they don't have much black representation in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And do then we, they were kind of like. Do we have any? Yeah, there was. Um. When they go to Chicago, when he wasn't supposed to, there was like a couple, like couple a couple of black guys hanging yeah. around. They're like <laughs> in Chicago. Know, hey, hey, these guys. You gonna roll some dice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. If y'all were in charge of the red button, would you push it? Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, like, like that? during the test when the. Josh no, Peck no, 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 not Josh Peck, who is just seems like a terrible actor. Oh, At the time, dude, you know, so I think hands shaking like he's just he's got like a freaking he was being a bitch about it, but at the time, I think everyone thought that it was a necessity. Like the bomb, they were the Japanese on innocent. Yeah, they were no, 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 I'm not talking about him. Well, he was more nervous, I think, that they succeeded because they put like three years into this bomb. You know, did yeah, Josh Peck sure. put any? Okay, here's my biggest qualm with the whole movie that I'm the most confused about. So they're spending two to three years making this thing. And the whole time while they're making it, people are back home making uranium and what was the other metal? And they're filling up those things. He's like, we need this much to make a bomb. He's dropping marbles every time. He's like, we need this much to make a bomb. They finally fill it up. They make three bombs. That's true. And they use one as a test. They were like, we got to get this much metal to make a bomb. And then they just test one. Yeah, I think that that was more like a... I see what you're saying. It doesn't make sense from the perspective of everybody thinks, like, they need that much for one single bomb, but they probably are like, yeah, people will gather that that's how much we needed to do what we wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. Or it was like they were they had ramped up production enough to where Maybe. they had found, like, a big, you know, mine or something. And they could start, like, mining. Well, look at all this uranium. Yeah, exactly. Put perfect <laughs> time What? Yeah. I don't even know. Y'all think y'all have crossed uranium? Just like, oh, look at this little shiny rock. If you found uranium and you even breathe the word, the government would be at your house so quick. You wouldn't know what it was. Domain, and you'd be gone. They'd take your house. Oh, absolutely. They would. They'd be like, this guy's sitting on the uranium. This is a whole uranium mine. Let's do this, guys. I'm going to sell this. To the highest bidder. This plot of land. You guys can do what you want. Oh, I would, I wouldn't Except go. The government won't let you. They just go eminent domain. I'd be like, bro, give me five mil. 
<laughs> you know all the. I think would be like, we're gonna give you. We want to give you because that's. But I'm sure they would make off like bandits if you. Yeah, I'd be like just. Oh I, yeah. I'd say a reasonable number. Yeah. I wouldn't be like too out of the is. I mean, in this time, five mil is like. Sounds pretty bonkers. Good. Pretty five nice. mil is like if you got five million today, you could actually retire on that one day ah. because now you could because you're gonna go ahead and put all that money in to earn you. You know, anywhere from five to ten percent per year. Not five me. To 10, five to ten percent per year with the time value of money for forty years from now, dude. You're gonna have so many millions. If and I had five million dollars, I would put all five million into this podcast, and we would still <laughs> just have fifty viewers. And then you'd be like, "What, what the hell did I do? <laughs> where's the where's the closest uranium I can find? Really that... bad ROI on that." <laughs> Do you have a plot summary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'll read mine. Robert J. Oppenheimer is such a dork, he has to leave the United States in order to learn as much quantum mechanics as he would like. He receives his PhD in physics while in Germany and brings what he has learned back to the United States. He gets put in charge of the Manhattan Project, a mission to create the atomic bomb before the Nazis and blow them to smithereens. Before Oppenheimer succeeds, the Nazis are defeated. The Manhattan Project is still going full bore now in order to, to blow the Japanese to smithereens. Oppenheimer creates the bomb at Los Alamos and it is used in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Will Oppenheimer go down in history as one of the greatest minds of all time, or will his regrets, opposition to the H-bomb, ties to the Communist Party, arrogance, and playboy ways get in his way? You killed that. I love Thank that. You. I'm glad John does good, good ones, because sometimes I'm just like, I just throw a couple jokes in there. Chat GPT, so you can just be like, write a little. I could do like write a brief description about, and they would tell me. (laughs) All right, so here's mine. Oppenheimer follows J. Robert Oppenheimer, a brilliant scientist known as the father of the atomic bomb. It shows Opie's journey before, during, and after the creation of the atomic bomb, but in a fun jumbled way where you don't know what the hell is going on. As if the ed- theoretical physics and World War II politics weren't confusing enough to follow, Christopher Nolan really wants to get the brain turning through a continuous change between past, present, and future. Thankfully, the movie gives you a bit of relief knowing that the final outcome is absolute. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Very well written. I just don't do... I don't describe the movie. Yeah. Well, I also have... All right, this is the first part. What, we, what was our, uh, our grand total? Huh? On the ranking, because I, I did not point out what you say. I did 8.4. 8.4. 8. 8. 8. And he did 7.8. And I'm right in the middle of both of them. Yeah, it's around like an 8.4. I'd say we do 8.4. I think 8.4 solid. I mean, it's technically more than I would give it, but I mean, I can... I can, I get, I can get behind an 8.4. I'm not putting this in the 9s. No. I think it's going to go it's down much better than it was. Huh? I think that's an average of like an 8. Well, if you're like, oh, well, if I think if I watch this movie again, then I, I think really I would like it more. I, I was going to give so, it an 8.8, and then I was like, I'm going to like this more the second let time. Let me ask That's you this. When you walked out of that movie, were you like, man, I would go see this movie again in theaters? Yeah, I would see it again in theaters if I didn't have a kid. Uh, you seem like a big-ass liar to me. That I would does go not again seem if There is no time. way... You can hold me. You can hold me a gun, and there's no way I'd go to a three-hour movie twice. I know, dude. You can't even last an hour and a half. Oh, bro, you you went to poop or something? You pooped. 
You <laughs> like a four minute break. You literally you admit. You John went. I'm um, trying to. John went to the. I refilled my popcorn and drink. You said I'm allergic to popcorn. I almost shit my pants oh, in the middle of the movie. There's something about popcorn. I don't know what poison they put in there. Probably cyanide of the apple. Same oh, thing oh. that. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet it was real. All right. Let me. Oh, read. I don't like your your thesis on quantum mechanics. <laughs> I'm gonna poison your apple. Okay, let me read the beginning part. Robert J. Oppenheimer is a young and ambitious scientist that wants to learn more about quantum mechanics. The U.S. does not yet take the science seriously, so Oppenheimer leaves to study quantum mechanics at the University of Göttingen in Germany in order to bring the science back to the United States. Yeah, he means like... What year was that going on? 27, I think. And so this Jew goes to Germany? (laughs) Whoa! I didn't understand. I was reading a Can't little hard, about drop the hard. To prepare, I read a little bit about his life on Wikipedia, which is yeah. very reliable. Yeah. So I'm reading about it, and it says that his uh, parents. Apparently, he managed Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, but apparently, I think it is like his parents, because they were Jewish, immigrated to New York City to flee Germany. Yeah. But then it was like. He was clearly, they fled like way before World War II. Yeah. So I didn't understand that either. And then I was like, he was an American technically, and then went to Germany. And yeah, uh, right before kind of Hitler came into power and stuff. I don't so think back in the US. his parents must not have been fleeing because of the yeah anti Yeah, maybe they just immigrated then. I think Can you imagine? Plain old Ellis Island immigration. I also think they were also like not very liked over there at the time already. Yeah, I think that Hitler like Hitler saw that and he was like, yeah, oh, I can was get. He was like, Jews are gross. Yeah, they're really hating on. He them. was like, I think his can you main imagine thing was, I can speech? gather the people around this that like, oh, people don't like the Jews. Yeah. I can be like, yeah. We don't like Hitler. the Jews. People just really didn't like the Jews at this point. Like, it just took one guy to be like, oh, they kind of suck. Jews have been the most persecuted human race and human. They're still dudes. Don't tell that to some. Don't tell that to a certain group of. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are. I mean, they really yeah. are. Since Even oh, today. Actually. Palestine and them. Yeah. I'm Did you imagine That's just sitting land. through the uh, pro Israel podcast? A Hitler speech, bro. He's got to get your juices flowing. Yeah, can you imagine? I mean, so, I mean if somebody that, convinced me. That's when your buddy just be like, man, you hear about that uh, Hitler guy's running for office? <laughs> you're just like, oh, yeah, He's nuts. Talk that about guy the, really doesn't like the Jewish people. Bro, talk about like the ultimate Donald Trump. Like he can oh, even talk, whoa, 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 not not compare. putting them, but I'm sure somebody's already compared. Them. Oh, oh, you don't yeah, think? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, all I'm saying is Trump. Like Trump can get like uh, the crowd most, going. Yeah, he can get the crowd going, and then Hitler goes and is like, "Listen, we got to murder all of them. It's not just one of them. We got to get the rest of them." Gone. I don't think he was really doing that during his big speeches. I watched. Yeah, maybe you should read Mein Kampf. Come back with a report. Yeah. yeah. Change it into a, <laughs> a, a band book podcast. <laughs> is it banned? No, no, you can buy it. I think you can buy any book. Yeah, I think you generally can, but, you know, I think the band things, like, but if you ever from school. It's kind of like if you buy Mein Kampf on, like, Amazon, you're, like, bad. you're on a, you're on a yeah, list. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, okay. like, look at this guy in Newton, Georgia. He just bought, like, three times copies. <laughs> <laughs> he bought Mein Kampf and he bought a <laughs> Hitler painting of a German he's Shepherd. looking for other Mein Kampf readers. <laughs> 
Wait, Only when I read this book. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So that. Uh. So basically, yeah. World War Two. Yeah. Whole time period. Yeah. But yeah, I love the the pivot too. Like you were saying, John. Like in your uh, synopsis, like it's like this is all the end game is. We need this in case the Nazis have it because Heisenberg was super smart, like yeah. we talked about, and they know that he was capable of coming up and finding the same uh, answer to the equation. Yeah. So then. But then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, Hitler just, like, killed himself. Like, the war is pretty much over. And then they're just like, you know what? Those Japanese, they swear to God they're not going <laughs> to surrender. I think it was literally just like, we built this thing. We, we spent, better use it. We Here's spent how... $2 billion, which was, like, probably $5 trillion at that point <laughs> yeah. in history. Yeah. So, like, we can't just tell the American Listen, people, like, we're not going to use this super cool bomb we made. We got it. You know what was pretty cool to learn, if true? They were like... Germany was like four years ahead on this. Like they started their nuclear warhead program four years before, like the Los, what was it called? Los Alamos. Los Alamos. Los Alamos. And he was like, the only thing that we have going for us on our side is anti-Semitism because like Heisenberg was a Jewish guy. And so Hitler wasn't going to give these guys a bunch of money. Yeah. So if he was like, no, no. Into it, he probably could have won the war, and like Heisenberg would have made this weapon before. How we many great people did Hitler kill? Probably a bunch lot. of good accountants, I bet you. <laughs> oh, man, there's definitely some lawyers. Yeah, yeah definitely some mathematicians. Yeah, yeah, that Adam Sandler had the whole cobbler movie. Yeah, yeah, he's but, Jewish, uh, right? Are like a lot of guys making shoes? He's yeah, got the I nose cord. So. <laughs> think so. Fixing shoes. Yeah. You know, fixing leather in general, I think. Do y'all think anyone could pull off a Hitler mustache today? Without... Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan, he did do it. He loves it. You know who I think could do it? Mr. Beans. Oh, Mr. Oh, Beans. Because yeah. he would be more like the <laughs> chaplain like dude. A... But he'd be like, <laughs> they'd make some dumb parody about like him coming to power in a country. Yeah. And it's like, the whole time he doesn't say anything, and he's just playing <laughs> That would be hilarious. Beer, and all of a sudden... He's like a fascist dictator. And they're like, that's Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean, I'm the dictator. <laughs> yeah, that would be a funny movie. All right, Mr. Here's Beans. Question. Here's a question I have for you guys. All right, Florence Pugh shows Nip in this movie. Correct. Why do you think she did that? Because it's Christopher Nolan. Is that why? Okay, so this is, I've had... It's this... the first time he shows Nip. Uh, okay, but this is the first time he's had an R-rated movie in a minute. Okay. So I would say that if it was anybody else but Christopher Nolan, because like... Even Matt Damon said this thing where he was like, I told my wife I was done. Like, I'm retired. Like, I'm done with the movie scenes unless Christopher Nolan calls me. Yeah. And then he's got this whole story about how Christopher Nolan calls him and, like, they had, like, a little argument. He gets in the movie. But if it was anybody outside of, like, because, like, Daenerys Targaryen, right? Yeah. You see her nips the first scene of her, like, opening. Yeah. I think those were her nips. But then later down the road. <laughs> That's a body double. Yeah. She's but probably I saying that. Florence, or that I bet she's body double. No, I bet this is Florence Pugh's actual body. Yeah. That's what I I'd think say. so, too. I don't think, I think she's oh, showing nips for Crystal. Hey, you Christopher Nolan wouldn't let them use fake bombs. He's certainly not letting them use fake nips. That's yeah. true. But also, <laughs> that's where I think to myself, why I don't understand the point of that being in the movie. Me neither. Why can't they... Oh, well, the, the second part was, like, almost even, like, more elongated than I would have liked it. And John missed this whole entire part. But they're just, like, sitting in chairs similar to, like, what we're doing. 
like uh, yeah, but no, he's cock out with his legs, just like <laughs> yeah, he, he's just like smoking a cigarette, legs locked enough that you can't see his pecker, and then Florence Pugh is just like just butt ass naked, looking fine as hell, like just like sitting in this like chair, just like talking to him for like fifteen minutes, and you're like, okay. Yeah, speed like, it up. I almost wanted I know, to be wrapped I was, up. I was just like... But they're like, oh, I would show my boobs for, like, artistic, if it's necessary. I'm like, when would it ever be necessary? You know what it, no. Like, you just you could just be like, no, thanks. Yeah, or just, just wear a bra. be naked and cut it from here up. Yeah. But also... But that I, would mess up the viewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we wanted to see Nipples once. My big conspiracy about the movies in Hollywood in general is they're like, okay, I'm making this great movie, and then, like, Lawrence Pugh's... Uh, agent calls up Christopher Nolan. She's like, "Hey, she really want to be in a Christopher Nolan movie." And then, you know, I feel like that's the kind of politics behind it. And then he's kind of like, "I really, really like don't have kid. anything for her to do." <laughs> However, he did have this little shady part of his past that we could include, and we could get her naked on screen. Right. I, <laughs> I really think that could have been. Yeah. yeah, it's same with like Tarantino, where he's like, "Hey, Margot Robbie really wants to be in your movie," and he's like. How does she feel about showing feet? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, she's completely down That's for exactly it. exactly what happened. Now you see Margot Robbie's dirty ass feet. Like, they were raunchy. Oh, All right. Yeah. Now, I'm sure they dirtied them up for the movie. If Now, a follow-up question. Would you show Dong to be in No! <laughs> no! What if it's for the poetic justice, the I, artistic... I'd, I'd, have to have a, I'd have to have a prosthetic wiener. No, I, would, I, would show, I would show a dong double. A double dong. Yeah, yeah double. like, I'd have to... It'd be like... You mean like two yeah, Siamese dongs? double, I mean... Double, <laughs> so that nobody... Everybody's so mesmerized by the fact that I have two that they're not thinking about how small I am. That, yeah, that one looks a little bit smaller. What about if you had to show your real dong, you make, you make $5 million for being in the movie, and it's Christopher Nolan movie? You show Dom? No. I show Dong neck down. <laughs> show Dong neck down. Is it like one of those cutscenes where I'm just like in a hospital? It's like a comedy movie, and it's like let's show, throw a Dong in there. On a uh, yeah, like, and it'll make people laugh. Like forgetting Sarah yeah, Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall had a funny Dong. His Dong was very hilarious. Yeah. Jason Siegel. He like and you know what? Like this. <laughs> yeah. He had a very normal looking dong. That was definitely his dong. Is that a normal looking dong? Uh, if that's what they're supposed to look like, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> He's a massive dong. Yeah, I got I got two you buddies. Say, hey man, you're gonna want to get half chubbed up for this. You know Jason Siegel uh, said, I, hey, I got this dong. I'm I definitely slap it around a bit before <laughs> I'd be half chubbed by the time they, they got me they, on camera. They come back and they, they are exact drop of towels. Uh, oh, we thought you were going to get half chubbed. It's oh, I, I am. <laughs> so you think I should go full erection? <laughs> hey, guys, what, what are we looking at in this studio? I'm thinking 62, 64. I think we need to bump that up to about 75. Uh, <laughs> get some yeah, oxygen well, Imagine if you were like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. I'll get to be in a Christopher Nolan movie. And then it was freaking Dunkirk. Oh, yeah. The only thing worse about Dunkirk was that dude's little dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's all over every... Chop uh, off how terrible that movie was. Could y'all drown yourselves in a bathtub like Florence Pugh went out? She took no. a bunch of pills first. 
Um, she still drowned herself head down. Yeah, but I think she like passed out in the tub. Oh, really? I think so. You can't, yeah, you, can't it's impossible to drown yourself <gasps> physically. Yeah, yeah. No, un, like unless you go under some ice or something. Like you can't hold. So your... you just don't have the willpower to drown. No, yourself. it's like uh, it's like biting the finger, your fingertip off. Oh, it's like it's you know, easy to bite off a carrot. You could do it like a carrot, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Your and then your brain's really like, oh, chill out. Because believe it or not, the way that we're designed is to try to stay alive. You yeah. know? So I think that's got a lot. But I've never, I feel like I've gotten my finger bitten by a dog or like a baby before. Yeah, but that's not them. That's Babies don't different. have the bite for it. They haven't that's lost. an external factor. Yourself, you could not bite your finger. But okay, so your like. Your brain will literally not let your jaw. But also, if I stuck my finger in your mouth right now and I said bite as hard as you can, I think your brain would tell you. I could. Yeah, but it so would tell you, finger. I'm not going to bite his finger. I wouldn't bite your finger off, but I could bite a guy, like, fighting to the death's finger off. Yeah. If he put yeah, his finger I mean, in my mouth, I'd be like, hey, it's going to be classic about you. <laughs> I bet he could get it stitched up. It's Gollum the dickens out of you. It's Gollum. Yeah. I mean, so he's Gollum. not a great example because he was... <laughs> I mean, Frodo. And he was clearly not all there. He was poisoned? Yeah, dude, the ring poisoned him for like. Oh, oh yeah, the ring poison. Bro, I mean, talk about the biggest bitch of a main character ever. We're talking Frodo Baggins. I hated that guy. What? Samwise Gimchi was my favorite ca- character in the whole entire yeah, yeah, Sam Frodo, the best. Frodo sucks, but he has to suck. He was know? poisoned, so he's. Yeah, I mean, he got. He basically had no strength left. Like, he, he was already kind of wimpy, and then he's like full on wimp by the end. Sam's like, come on, man. But. You gotta also gotta think to yourself. You don't really know the toll it's taken on. I mean, some of the greatest <laughs> men in history at that time couldn't bring themselves to destroy the ring. Aragon couldn't even do he, it. He was Aragon. He was tough. I just didn't like him. Uh, yeah. he, I, I still like Legolas him. Beast. Legolas Frodo Beast. would probably be. We should have done that. But we gotta get you on the Lord of the Rings. So oh, absolutely. Sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, this, well, you guys, this, you didn't we'll even watch... watch the show, did you? I show. haven't watched the show. I did watch the whole new show. I liked it. I like I liked the show as well. Some people didn't. Oh, I saw that they were empowering women in the first episode, and I said, you know what? Not for me. You're not gonna <laughs> want to watch Barbie then, huh? Oh, uh, that girl like everybody. These like three dudes. These elven dudes were like fighting this giant orc, and they were like, we can't take them. We just don't have the strength. And then the girl came out of nowhere and was like, well, she's beast. She's glad She looked beast. They're like, what we need right now is a woman. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we have. She comes leaping out of oh, talk about uh, Snow White and the seven normal-sized men. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny one. Okay, next part of the movie, the rising action. In 1942, Oppenheimer was recruited to work on the Manhattan Project, and in 1943, he was put in charge of Los Alamos laboratories within the city he built in New Mexico. Oppenheimer needed Los Alamos to beat the Nazis in the development of the nuclear weapon, even though the German nuclear weapons program had a four-year head start. I didn't know any of this history. Like, I didn't know anything about that Los Alamos place, and that thing was sick. I mean, they had, like, all the smartest scientists in the U.S. living there for three years to win the war. Here's what I thought. In this kind of cool town. I would live there. Do you there. think that Nuketown based off Call of Duty is based off of this town, the Alamos? Seems similar. Seems yeah. similar. Not completely. The houses are different. Like it's like log cabins compared to like those cabins look like. I mean, those houses look like from the seventies or something. But yeah, but it was similar vibe. It was close enough. I knew who Oppenheimer was. Yeah, I knew what an atomic bomb was. Yeah, I knew what Hiroshima and Nagasaki were, and I knew that the Germans and Russians were like 
dabbling in the dark arts of nuclear warfare. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, it's not like it was just like a America being like, hey, we come up with every great idea. It's more like we can actually come or implement those new ideas and we can get to them and, and do it better and faster than everybody. Again, because, you know, we're willing to pour the resources into yeah. it. And those other countries, when you have communist nations and stuff, they don't have the means to be able to do. It's pretty like our- nuts, though, how far ahead Germany was. I had no idea, like, oh, wow. We could like they could we make could this lost. thing before, and we could have really been. We would have been speaking oh, German on this podcast. Yeah, if they would have been able to to do it first. I mean, think about it. I'm surprised they even they got that far. Like that show, Man in the High Castle on Amazon. I haven't seen that. You guys haven't seen that? No. It's I fear been, we'd be spot, speaking German right now. It's a show. Uh, came out a few years ago, um, and it's about like if we would have lost World War Two. So like half the country. Is controlled by Nazi Germany. Yeah. Basically, they came over and like took over half, and then the other half, there's like a neutral zone, like right over like Nevada. Yeah. And then everything like out west of that is controlled by Japan. Mm-hmm. And it's like just like kind of a crazy show about like people being like, we used to have freedom and stuff, and like trying to get that back. Yeah. It's a really good concept for a show. It's an absolute snoozer, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's in it? Somebody could have done it right. Um, gosh, what is the Red Dawn was Beast, and that was China invading. Or Japan. What one? Maybe oh, China. It was China. Yeah. Red Dawn? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just finished Silo. Just finished it I last finished night. I finished Silo as well. What is Silo on? It's a, on Apple TV. It's a TV great. show. Yeah, it was Apple really good. Apple TV's got some bangers. Bro. Yeah, they've got, again, mythical, mythical quest or whatever. Is it funny? Quest. That's funny. Yeah. Mythic Quest is funny. The Servant was pretty good. Servant sucked. Uh, servant I did not sucked. like Servant. I thought the Servant I, was I don't know how you liked it. I put two, I had I watched, I watched two seasons of the Servant and stopped. So I haven't watched like the third or maybe third What was season. good about that show to you? It was, uh, it was thriller inducing. I mean, like you had like a little bit of tension up in I the will door. admit it had me trapped and then one day I said, why am I still watching this? Yeah, that's pretty much what happened to me. I was like, Vic and I were watching and I just go, it's just one good. of those where you don't even like come to a consensus. We don't like this show. We're gonna stop watching. You just kind of do. Yeah. And I just felt like it was. It was like wow, well, Westworld season two. Oh, we tried to power through it, and you just can't. I oh, think I made it through show? Westworld season two. I don't what was that other show I got on Apple TV that I told you to watch, and it slapped. Oh, Severance. Severance. Great show. I actually just. Which one did you like more? Sim- similar. I like vibe. Severance more than Cyber. I think so too. And but I think because. I like the potential of Severance a lot. Me too. Now that what the ending of Silo really kind of blew my mind. It did. And I think that that's great. Again, like I told you the other day, I kind of alluded to it, but I was like, yeah, they're going to, uh, you, I like that they actually show you yeah. instead of leaving you on a cliffhanger like they do a lot in a lot of shows. So. But I don't know what that means. Like, what's the Silo? The so the Silo is post apocalyptic, basically. Zombies. No, like yeah, the world, like it. it's probably global warming to be honest. Or it's probably like nuclear warfare. Yeah, or nuclear or warfare would work. So grows. it's in the future, and everyone lives in this massive silo. I mean, it's like two hundred stories, and ten thousand people can live inside of it. Yeah, yeah, underground. But they have like apartments in there. Do you think that there's a a place like that, a facility like that already? No, no, yeah. nothing like this exists. Okay. It's way too beast. But they all live there, 
and it shows you like you can see outside because the top of the silo is is out on the main like on ground floor and uh there's a camera and it just shows like desert and whatever but like the judicial system in the silo is hiding a lot of stuff and it's coming like america it's coming out that that it might be green outside and that there's a camera that they're playing tricks on your mind and there's just a lot of secrets oh is that where they're like uh if I wipe the camera two times, then it's actually green out here, and they send people off. Something like that. And that's the show. Yeah, I've yeah, seen like, clips. If you basically like, there's one cardinal uh, law, and it's like, if you say you want to go outside, you're going outside, and then right, they yeah. basically say, do us a favor and clean the camera. You know, when you go outside, and they have fun out there because you're not coming back in. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, if I wipe the camera two times or put up a peace sign. That means that it's actually good. I thought the direction they're in tank it was it's all a big social experiment. Yeah. You know? Which I don't think it's and over. Like, everything outside was like just you and I podcasting, the three of us, like somewhere. Yeah. And like, who are these people? Um, that's, that's, that's a normal moment. Or like Truman when people are watching him. Oh, yeah. wow. That's what the guys are doing in the silo today. Like, hey, those people in the silo actually <laughs> yeah. came out. They realized that there's a bunch of more on That would have been nuts <laughs> if there was like a town like three clicks away. Yeah. I would suggest Severance over Silo, though. Severance the, is great. Apple TV is weird because they have a lot of good shows, but like you don't hear about any of them. Uh, yeah. They don't promote them. No. I think that... um. Besides Ted Lasso. I think that they have such deep pockets that they're probably getting to like, hey, we're taking some market share. They're t- they're definitely like trying to ramp up and get enough material to where they can just be like, we have way better stuff. So then people people still decide like all the time, like, oh, I'm going to get rid of that. Am I going to get, get Netflix or am I I would get rid of Netflix before Bro, Netflix TV. is like just dropping buns after buns. Oh, yeah, like every movie, sucks. it's like, oh, Here's another movie with Kevin Hart. Netflix Let's see how shitty they can just live off being the first one, and it's bad. Oh, they uh, they've lost a ton of subscriptions, and they basically had this crisis recently because they're going to start doing the IP address. They keep saying that shit though. I know, but they are going to like Hulu already does it, and it's because they said that they estimate there's a hundred million households or a hundred million people basically sharing subscriptions. So they're losing a ton of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but I mean, if they're doing that bad, they probably have to start doing that. Yeah, but how many like the episodes? Would be, they they would still get more subscribers, but not at this point. They I think be like, people would be so pissed off about Netflix switching to like one household password. If you're not in that household, you lose the password. That it would be like unbeneficial to them. I think that they will probably at least stay the same. And then what they would need to do is push good content. They gotta get back to getting good. They gotta yeah. get better movies. There was a time shows. like game. I mean, uh, House Cards, Peaky Blinders, slapped it, slapped House Cards, slapped until that guy House got all rapey with the kids. Yeah, in real life, was it kids? I thought it was like uh, young it was like boys, sixteen and like nineteen eighty, yeah. seventeen year old boy. Um, creepy. Yeah, they and I mean they used to put out it's absolute great stuff, but then now. It's also going to happen in these, other, like, Apple TV and Amazon even. Like, Amazon's different, though, because you get that for free, essentially, with Prime. And yeah. Amazon is, like, the biggest hoax with this whole you get it free for Prime. Because then you'll be like, oh, I really want to watch this movie. And you'll Google search it, and you'll be like, what is this movie streaming on? And they'll be like, Amazon. Yeah, we got to pay. And then it's like $5 because you don't have Peacock. I'm like... 
I have Amazon. You don't get like, every movie ever. It pisses Amazon me Prime. off. Like I had to pay for uh, <laughs> that parent movie I watched with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Oh, great movie. The family. The Instant best one family, is HBO Max. Movie. That's the best one. HBO has all they put out bangers. Put out the best. But shit. HBO Max is just DC. And well, they have Lord of the Rings they right now. They got Harry Potter. They put DC out Marvel. random good movies. Like Disney Plus is only beast for the most part because of Marvel. Well, they have great cartoon shows too. Yeah, they got some movies. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next part about this movie. Oh, are we still talking about Oppenheimer? Yeah, yeah, we're Dude, getting that's that. how that's how this goes. It's a three and a half hour mo- uh, movie. Climax. Hitler dies and the Nazis are defeated, but the Manhattan Project commences as the Japanese are still at war. In July of 1945, after two to three years of hard work at Los Alamos, it's time to see if it has all been for naught. The Trinity nuclear test was the code name for the first detonation of a nuclear weapon. It was conducted in the New Mexico desert by the U.S. Army, and a month later, nuclear bombs were used in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. This remains the only use of nuclear weapons in an armed conflict. Yeah, with nuclear weapons, nice. you really have to be the first one to use them, or you're not going to be able to use them. Yeah. Because it's like, now if somebody uses a nuke, we're just going to send one right back at you. Yeah, nukes are, uh, you, yeah, I don't think that it's going to happen again, unless if it did, it's like, this is like, to actually wipe out whole populations. This is it. Like, yeah. like we're, we're trying to ruin things. Think about, that was built in the 40s. Oh, like the... No, yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. No, it's, it's been like 80 years, yeah, dude, and it's never been used again. Here's the question I We're had. We're doing pretty good. Here's the question I had. Where do you think our nukes are located? Everywhere. Malls? I was talking to a guy in They're the military. The he said, you'd be surprised how many malls, how many water towers. So, like, if I took a trip up to Atlanta, how many, like... 30-minute drive, how many nukes, nukes do you think I'm crossing? Not double digits. Six? No. No. I, I bet that they're all... And I bet From there's those sketchy little drive. water areas that they are around the Atlanta them. airport. That there's, might be three nukes. I don't buy that at all. There's no way that nukes aren't, like, just <laughs> at located at military bases and stuff. No, bro. I bet they're located everywhere. But do you think they're, you like... Think all of a sudden, you're like, oh, we're going to war, and you're going to see that our... <laughs> damn, there's got to be water power this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you think we have water treatment plants for you, moron? There's nothing in this thing. Yeah, there's no water. <laughs> but, what, Are you dumb? Do you think that with the water tower ones, do you think that the nuke is literally in that water tower? No, or it's, it's coming out of a metal pipe in the ground, right? And then it shoots it like that. I would say the water tower, like, let's talk about like the <laughs> the golf ball shaped water tower. Definitely a nuke. Definitely a nuke. If there is any, that would be sick. That would be sick. That'd be sick. These people just saw a water tower flying at them said Noonan, Georgia on it. Yeah, just, you know, there was nothing left. Can't get golf course. Yeah. Hey, don't you think they're going to think it's a little bit sketchy to just have this giant metal ball at the top of it? Just paint it like a freaking golf ball. Yeah. Like, we don't care. They won't Write notice. Write that town's name on it. They'll be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Give them a slogan. Nobody looks at this. <laughs> Welcome to... Newport, Carolina, where <laughs> dreams never end. I bet there is at least one nuke in every state. Oh. Yeah. I don't think every state. I think, I think the more every centralized. coastal state, there definitely is because they got to be able to reach. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah, what the more centralized you are to the center of the U.S., the less likely you are to have No, but nuke. maybe they store them. We got some them. nukes, baby. Maybe they store them in Nebraska. And then they no, because once you once you're ready to up. shoot them off, it's not like okay, well we gotta send this to Florida. It's like go. Do you think they're still knocking them out, making them? 
I think you gotta. I think there's a there's like, a why market we, cap. Why would we need more than 100 nukes? I, I was thinking my my <laughs> answer was 100 too. And I bet they're like, hey man, this one's been sitting here for 40 years. Should we should we? Oh, expiration new one. And ah, we'll put a new one in there just yeah. in case we need it. <laughs> what? I mean, we got hydrogen out the wazoo. Where are we getting all this uranium? We don't have to do the uranium bombs anymore. So we're just doing high. super bombs. Yeah. Oh, I I, hey, if we're going to oh, blow them up, let's really just blow Yeah, it. I would be willing to bet. It's pretty much, I bet exclusively, and they never say, but I, I kind of think so, too. I think so, too. It's like, so like why if, do we need that atom bomb? That was yeah. like, like take out one what we thingy. needed to do then. Yeah. But if we really need to do something to basically squash a war right now. Let's have the high. Let's have the one that's Here's the really scary strong. thing. So the U.S., I'd say, like, and let's just say the U.S., in total, could take about eight hydrogen bombs before we're all dead, right? Probably. We gotta throw about sixty-four or more, way more than sixty-four, to take out our enemies east of us. Yeah, yeah that's, but we that's have allies that too. They're all gonna be able to. So you think together. we're sending hydrogen bombs to like the Japanese you think or something? You bring together uh, multiple ideology in the Middle East with the Russians and all that for them all the people that the band together in America to be like. The countries that literally can't get their shit together ever are going to all of a sudden be like, let's come together for one common cause. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Kamikaze. I think that's that, that how it started. Even if they do, one of them will be like, yeah, let's not do that. They just got a hydrogen, drop, a hydrogen bomb drop. Out. That was another issue I had with this movie because they were like, yeah, they just did Pearl Harbor. I'm like, oh. That was four years ago. Huh? It was in 1941. This is 1945. Yeah. What do you mean? We dropped the atom bombs four years after Pearl Harbor. Yeah, I looked it up. I thought it was like, Dude, yo, you guys just you guys just right? did this to us. We're about to do this. We to didn't you. officially join the war until Pearl Harbor. Oh, the Japanese probably forgot about Pearl Harbor after like we just dropped it. <laughs> I thought it was like a, I thought it was like a retaliation. I at one point thought that too, but then I was like, wait, this was 1945. Pearl Harbor. No, nah, I think it was literally exclusive. They're like, this thing is gonna show everybody how powerful the United States is, and it's gonna end the war. Oh, uh, it was a big. And big it thing. did. I mean, it basically the purpose that it was used for, it totally. 100%. You know, but you know what? Dropping two they, to prove that you have more than one is also a beast move. Because we only had two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, but we were like, hey, do you want another one? I think uh, they dropped them three days apart. And I think after they dropped the first one, they were they like, threw keep fire. showing. They were like, bail. I don't think like the Japanese gave it up. They had like a chance and they were like... Yeah, I think they were The Japanese were like, like, yo. I'm sure it was kind of like Cat and Mouse too where it's like, just drop the other one and then hopefully we'll lead them to believe that we have like a bunch more we could destroy this whole island. Yeah, right. And it worked. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. We won. <laughs> it, worked. it worked big. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, Next part. Prometheus stole fire from the gods and gave it to humans and he was chained to a rock for eternity. That was like the quote of the whole movie. Prometheus is the name of the book this was based off of. Yeah, Prometheus is also from Greek mythology. Yeah, and old... it's also a movie itself. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's, that's completely aliens. different. Yeah, that's like an alien prequel. Following the end of the war, Oppenheimer fights with regret over the creation of the atom bomb. He argues against the creation of the H-bomb and lobbies for international control over nuclear power in order to avoid an arms race with the Soviet Union. This plus Oppenheimer's previous ties to the Communist Party make the U.S. government untrustworthy of him. I think if you know the Russians are almost there on the atom bomb and you're ahead of them on the H-bomb, 
that you need you to go ahead the age and bomb. make the age bomb. I think yeah. he was totally wrong with this. You know that they're going to get it one day. Truman they're was classic because he was like, ah, oh, no, we can't bomb Tokyo. Like, it's a beautiful city and we take holidays there, me and my wife. Like, Was that the president too? Yeah, uh, that was like a general or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Truman was after FDR, and FDR was in a wheelchair, and that guy was not in a wheelchair. That's how you, <laughs> yeah. that's how you deduce that, yeah. that was not the president. Truman <laughs> was the white-haired guy with glasses that threw him the hanky. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. The president. Yeah, yeah. And then the other guy... Oh, so... I think the other there. guy was basically like the one being like, hey, this is... Uh, there's no more metal men. I'm the one going straight to true and being like, this is all ready to go. This is what we got. We, picked, we just did the city selection. Yeah. I can't believe that guy thinks he's going to be able to go back to Japan on vacation for the next, like, yeah. several years. You're going to have a tough time. Yeah. You see a white person over there in Japan at that point, you're probably going to be in, like, their version of uh, intermittent camp. No, I bet that they would have been like, oh, we got you the best room. Really? Please don't ever do this again. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for not hitting us. Any like standard white dude. Is, hey, look. I actually protected all of your lives, so you should be thanking me and giving me a beast rate on the room right you think? now. True, because we would have just blew them to smithereens, too. <laughs> yeah, we had so many a He was like, I said this is a beautiful place. They had no idea. Yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't believe... I think that it was all just this moral dilemma about, like, I was literally one of the most wicked, smart people in the universe that could even come up with this. Yeah. And... But again, he had three years working on it to basically be, again, he knows what it's going to be used for. It's not like they're just, the government's like, oh, we're going to spend all this money into it as a science experiment and then we're going to go put it away. You know? Yeah, like, or as like a security threat. Like, yeah. we got this. He did but... think it was going to be used on the Nazis. Yeah. That was his one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't get where you... Uh, and then they were like, oh, the Nazis, Hitler killed himself, quote-unquote, and I'm sure Hitler lived out a full life. I think it was mainly, too, because people were like... I think at that time, like, the end of the war was, like, imminent. It was like, the Japanese, like, they're going to keep fighting, and I think that was their crutch to be like, well, they're not going to stop, so instead of, like, keep let's sending bring people our to fight home. them, like, instead of losing American lives, let's, let's just, just drop some hit bomb. this button, and everybody comes home, and the war's over, you know? Yeah, it's uh, it's an easy game. And it was. Yeah, creamed him. Yeah, it was tough. Creamed but him. I think he was wrong not to just make the H-bomb. Yeah, you should have known that, again, like you said. like It's going to get made. Of course, Russia, you think that they saw that and they're like, that's so dangerous. We don't need to create that. <laughs> yeah, the first thing yeah. he said is, oh my we God, need one of those. we need one of those because yeah. we got to protect ourselves now. Right. Yeah. And, it, and then it all became a just great... You know, and then you had, like, the Red Scare and, like, all the Cold War stuff, you know, where it's basically that and the space race. And it was, like, you know, us against Russia, and we always win. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, to be a spoiler alert if you ever see that movie. Sorry, but Russia. If the Americans are facing Russians, guess who always prevails? America. The guys in red, white, and blue. <laughs> yeah, but not in, uh, which one was it that we lost? Korea? Ukraine. Korea. That's why it's the way it is. Yeah, but yeah. that's, uh... They know the terrain out there. That <laughs> yeah, was it wasn't a fair fight. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you did not want to go fighting on their own dirt. Oh, weren't they just like painted trees and they would hop out of the bushes? Dude, they just like had like an unreal like trench system and stuff throughout their forest. Yeah. They knew, knew it, you know, like the back of their hand. What is the movie Hacksaw? What war is the movie Hacksaw Ridge based on? Korea. Of? 
Maybe not. I don't think I've seen that one. Axel Rage with Andrew Garfield slaps. Oh, really? I was about to say it. I oh, it it's a movie. great movie. What he's like He's like a real Christian dude, and at some point like in his life, he's like, he pretty much like detests guns. So he's like, guns? I'm guns. So he's like, oh. I, I want to support my country, Chief, but <laughs> I can't use a gun. And this is Andrew Garfield doing a country accent. Yeah. He does. But he ends up saving like 65 people. Wow. Without a gun and just brings him down. He runs serpentine and goes and gets a guy, puts him on the Runs back down, runs heals him up as well. In that case. Ben Vaughn's also in the movie. Yeah, and then lowers them down this huge, like, freaking. Ben Vaughn's up. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like. Doss? So, <laughs> Private Doss is Andrew Garfield, and then Vince Vaughn is, like, douching him the whole time. Like, Did you watch this recently? No. Oh. It's just a really good movie. You normally have such a bad memory. He's like, I see videos. <laughs> but he's like, uh, why are you even here, Doss? And he gets like beaten by a bunch of his soldier companions because they don't want him there if he's not using a gun. Yeah. And he's like just beaten, battered, and bruised the next day. And Vince Vaughn is like, all right, so I'm guessing you're done, right? And Andrew's like, no. I'm not done. And he's like, all right, well, if you're not done, you got to point out who did this to you. And he's like, oh, well, who said anybody did this to me? He's like, what do you mean? And he's like, I'm a pretty heavy sleeper. <laughs> and, like, he's just got, like, bruised face and stuff. And there, that's when he earns the respect of his, like, platoon. Ah. Yeah. Shout out war movies. Beautiful. I'll have to watch it. Band of Brothers. Fury. Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers. It. Yeah. I haven't seen it either. I don't even Are know you what I've never seen it. Oh, I'll watch that it is next. a must-watch. I know, really. I've heard. I've seen it all, like, a few times. Okay, the Pacific, terrible. The what is? Pacific. They came out with Band of Brothers, like, early 2000s. Yeah. And then, I think it was such a huge hit that they came out with the Pacific, which is supposed to be, obviously, them fighting the Pacific. Yeah. Just not good. It's just not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. Like, it's way more interesting to stop fighting against the Nazis. And stuff, yeah, you know, yeah, than, yeah, for sure. Than even the... What so would the, be a question? Pacific you know, was fighting Japan... Huh? The Pacific one was fighting Japan. Yeah, it's basically like yeah, the, them when troops got over there were like. And it wasn't any good. For, nah. Huh. All what right. Would be a question y'all had for Einstein. If you had a little one v one with Einstein at the lake, what would you ask him? I don't know. I don't know enough about science. I yeah. say, how did E <laughs> equal M C squared? You <laughs> asshole. <laughs> he said he wasn't very good at math. So that's kind of funny to me that, you know, yeah, they're, they're listening gonna, to this guy. They're good at physics. They don't, I don't think they like to do the actual yeah, arithmetic. Yeah, they're wizards of math, but they just don't like that. They don't like to do they're it. They're like theory. Yeah. He's like, don't, I don't want to do all the numbers. They're like, I have the ideas, you guys do the math. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's kind of cool. That is. I mean, that's when you're decent. Enough you're like, to, listen, I know what's going to happen, but I just don't want to make it. I do <laughs> think I knew that. Einstein was around during Nazi Germany. Now, I think I thought he was popping off around 1910, but I knew he was tied to the Nazis somehow. Maybe he just, like, sure. that's why he left Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they basically yeah. just got... But I think he was Jewish. Was he Jewish? Yeah. Uh, Hitler's Einstein. part Jewish. Makes sense. Yeah, he disdained that part himself. Yeah. If you said that to him, if you're in the same room, he would kill <laughs> Hitler. Hitler's Jewishness was in the other 60% of his mustache. How tall was he? <laughs> Hitler. I think he was like a strong dude. I bet Hitler was like 5'8". And you you don't think he was very strong? No. You could just beat him up? No, dude. He was like uh, Charles Manson. He was just like really small, but he knew he was small, so he put his brain to work. 
Killer five nine. People much bigger than me do what I say. Yeah, that's nuts. I don't know how. Do you picture Hitler as a super intelligent guy? I think he was smart in his own regard. He was good. I never, I never like imagined him in like like high IQ. No, I thought he was like. I mean. To do what he did, yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk too highly about Hitler. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk to about this guy and give him accolades, but I mean, he did some pretty impressive shit with a country the size of Germany, and he was taking over the whole world. Sure did. All right, speaking of Tarantino, back you on some really horrendous ideas. Yeah, Yeah. some bad ones. Well, also when you you know have a basically a government state like that, and you. The people don't really have a choice at that point. Yeah. They're in power, and it's like, I'm just going to create like a huge, massive secret service and an army, basically, that is going to control all ideas. A lot of guys. Yeah, a lot of the people that, that of... know to Germany were like, they, there was like a quote that I know from this movie, but I can't like pick it out, but it was almost like, it was like, hey, uh, do you turn your back on Germany? And they're like, they turned their back on me first. Yeah, I know, that guy? I know what you're talking about. That is a line from a movie. But. It was like, yo, like Germany started doing some things that I just couldn't back. That's why I'm here in America doing yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, that was from were, this movie, you... wasn't huh? it? That, that was, was. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. That was the quote from this movie. They were like, oh, he was, he was like, how long have you been uh, British? Because he said he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, the, and he was like, since Germany turned their back on me. Yeah, yeah something, something like that. Like that. All right, then this movie ends. Oppenheimer is put in front of a security hearing board to explore his past and decide if his security clearance needs to be revoked. This inquisition is put together due to a personal vendetta against Oppenheimer by Louis Strauss. Strauss was a proponent of the hydrogen bomb. Ultimately, the kangaroo court decides to revoke Opie's clearance, but Strauss does not go unscathed either. Years later, Oppenheimer is honored as the father of the atomic bomb. Yeah, they're going through some, like, like what Einstein said to him, like at the lake that we didn't see until now. Yeah, it was like they're gonna they're gonna praise you for what you did. They're gonna then they're gonna turn on you, and then after that's all said and done, they're gonna give you medals, but it's not gonna even matter. Yeah, that Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, Strauss. Yeah, Strauss. That guy had issues. Uh, he was he was messed also up. The isotope joke. The what? Inventor of the genes. Really, Strauss. Yeah. Strauss. I thought he was more like a front man. <laughs> I didn't know Strauss he actually. <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh, okay. Huh? He didn't invite Levi. Uh, so you're just making a mess. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't think that though? Like, wow. I didn't even know his first name was Levi. I don't think Lewis. it was. You said Levi. Did I? Yeah. You said I'm a lot of messed up in that. Uh, no, I didn't. A few. <laughs> Guy invented the jeans. <laughs> Guy invented the jeans. Yeah, yeah, he got pissed off about that isotope joke, which I could hardly hear. Isotopes? I know, I didn't know. And they cut to it three different times, and I said, what is he so upset about? Yeah. <laughs> isotopes? <laughs> more like smisotopes. <laughs> and then he looks around. <laughs> 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 you know, he was like, really, really Yeah, he was like, okay, well, this is, this is what I'm going to base my life off of. Whatever he said, that everyone knew he was Deuce and Strauss. It was something like, don't they use isotopes for uh, atomic bombs? He's like, yeah, but they also use beers, and they also use, you could, oh, I think, so isotopes are probably more valuable than a sandwich, but not oh, that yeah, valuable. Oh, yeah, you could talk about a sandwich. sandwich but, and I was like, what is this guy saying? <laughs> yeah. 
I can't get All right, it. listen, I put an isotope in my atomic bomb, but I'd also put it in my mustard. And then everybody was like, oh, shit. And I'm like, oh. All the nerds are nerds now. Yeah. Like, There's 150 nerds in this uh, yeah. courtroom. And then he looks back at Robert Downey Jr. and you're like, I got you, bitch. And Robert Downey's like, I'll remember that I for the next I'm gonna, years. I'm going to kill you. Imagine yeah. being in that room. You'd be like. So are isotopes good or bad? Yeah, I'd have to like whisper to somebody. Well, like, compared to sandwiches, I love sandwiches. Wait, are isotopes fighting with the Nazis? What's going on? Hey, is there like ham in the atomic bomb? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have no idea what's going on. What? So I could we not put a bunch of sandwiches in there. And they <laughs> Enough with the sandwiches, kid. Yeah. What's going on? Oh, hold on. Let me make you some sandwiches. <laughs> You want mustard? Recently, I watched um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. Rewatched it for you. Because I you hate that, that movie. movie. And I he was it. like, it's number eight. He liked it a lot. I watched it one time. I didn't like it. And I watched it a second time, and I liked it a lot more. It's really good. Uh, so it's the second one. I don't like when Tarantino goes and throws like his own little fun ending on like historical events. I love you didn't like Inglorious Bastards? One of the best movies. Oh ever. yeah, I didn't even almost. I didn't like. I love Inglorious Bastards, but I didn't love the fact that they just like machine gunned Hitler in the movie theater. Oh, like, that was sick. It would have been like imagine. I know, how cool it was sick, that but I was been. like, okay, well that didn't really happen. It's like imagine how cool that would have been if it would happen. Wait, All right, let's do happen? let's do our uh, Harry let's Potter do our draft. Happen. Oh yeah. Okay, so the game we got. Is Four Horsemen of uh, Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan versus Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino movies. Correct. All right. So, so they'll go first. Well, first is should be everybody's first, and that's Inglorious Bastards. That's not my well, first. You're definitely wrong, and I'm going to take John's first, which is Interstellar. No, nope. Interstellar is my first too. Highly disagree. Keep going. Uh, yeah. Um, I will go with Dark Knight. Oof, I wanted that one. All right. Django Unchained. You're you're going towards the bottom of our list. No, no that was a mine right there. I, I had Inglorious Bastards before Django Unchained, but you got both of them, so it's tough to tell. Yeah. He I loves took Tarantino. Three and four. He loves Tarantino. All right, I'll take um, I'll take Kill Bill. Kill Bill, a little high for me. That's very high. No, Kill Bill slaps, bro. I'll take Kill Bill. Rightfully so. All right, you're you love all the Kill really Bills? One, <laughs> How many are there? Three. There's three? The I first one is the best one for sure. I haven't seen a single one. You're I have. It's that good on this list? Yeah. Okay. It's good. I mean... Kill Bill Flat. All right, I'll watch uh, it. Lucy Liu's in it. Way better than Pulp Fiction. <laughs> That's a trash-ass Quentin Tarantino movie. Fiction. Yes, it is. No. I have a movie. My next movie. I know that you love this movie. <laughs> The Prestige. Oh, uh, I had that on my list. I knew you would. That was my you got your number two. Yeah, that's a good that's movie. A great movie. That's a good that's movie. That's my highest ranked Christopher Nolan movie, actually. Really? So what happens again? Out. He has a twin? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's the magician, right? Christian Bale. Plot twist. Christian Bale has a twin. It's a great plot twist. If you've never seen that movie. He doesn't have a twin. Is it the magician? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The magician. But there's yeah, a couple magician Jackson movies that came out. Yeah. And he's in prison at the end, and they're like, oh, guess what? It was never me. Elon it's Tesla. Like, Mr. Tesla copied me at some he point. He said you went halfway around the world and spent a fortune to do what I've been able to do basically with no means. One <laughs> of his his brother 
So one of the guys gets like his finger chopped off or something. Yeah, and then the other, the other one, one had to chop off his finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Too, you can tell like they. He had. Uh, like, I fucked up. Never mind. Sorry. He has two different uh, <laughs> wives or girlfriends or whatever, and you know, like they're always like, "You're so hot and cold with me," and it's like, "Yeah, it's because it's a different dude every time." Right. Peace. <laughs> Great movie. Okay. But oh, I think I'm next. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Because yeah. this movie is way better than that movie in its inception. Uh, good movie. Uh, I actually have that pretty high, so. Yeah. yeah. I was hoping you didn't take Inception. All right. With my third, I will go Dark Knight Rises. Oh, you're a puss for taking two bad You guys just so, want to say them. I wanted I to take anything over The Dark Knight, because that's the best one by far. Um, okay, I have uh, Pulp Fiction. Oof. Could have taken that last on my list. Oh my god, Zach, you have no taste, man. You have a movie, <laughs> a movie podcast. Your taste is terrible. I'm going to go Memento. Oh, Memento! I, I wanted to take what that. Is this list, I wanted to go over that or Tenet. So I didn't put mine oh, in. Tenet sucked ass. You like Tenet more than Oppenheimer? It's close. I, I'm going to take Oppenheimer right now. Okay. Yeah, I'd rather take Memento. I don't even remember the movie. I'm yeah, just taking yeah. it. Neither does that guy. He has <laughs> yeah. a bright little sticky right. notes for everywhere. So let me see here. What do I have? You guys have I should have put it in order at 12. Wait, are we doing this as far as my list? What do you mean? Or is it like uh, you already took that? Did you do four? Yeah, you already took, we already took it. Yeah, I just want to make sure that if somebody took it, you're not... You can't say it again. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I okay. Hey, oh, <laughs> if you're listening. Okay, um, I have Reservoir Dogs. Oh, is that uh, Jonah Hill? With no, the, no, no, that's no, Warda. No. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is Reservoir Dog? It's like, what happens to Reservoir Dog? Uh, so, so those guys in the suits that are all... In, it's a Tarantino movie. They're thieves? They're, yeah, they were like robbing like uh, a bank or something, and they all have to meet back up at this warehouse, but it goes awry. Like the robbers. As they always do. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, the whole movie's filmed in this warehouse, so it's like uh, Mike Madsen, uh, Harvey Keitel, um... A couple uh, of more names I don't Shepherd. know. Uh, You'd recognize them. Yeah, they're all in all. Dak Shepard. What's the crazy eye guy's name? Oh, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Dave Buscemi. And then, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they all have like we all know him. They all have like nicknames. They weren't supposed to like know each other's real names. Somebody hired them. They don't know who. So it's like them trying to get to the bottom of it. It's like pretty good. Have you ever seen Usual Suspects? No, that's not one of these guys' movies. It's no. not, but it's very similar to Reservoir Dogs. That's another great movie. I'm gonna just hijack this podcast. You if you wanna, if you wanna keep going on, <laughs> I've never seen. You talk either. a lot more than our guy in the chair. He's always just sitting there by himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, All right, right, Zach, you got any more? Is it my fourth? I actually think we've already done four. To be all fair. right, then I'm done. I think you did Reservoir Dogs as your fifth, which isn't fair. Well, then keep going. Do you have another one? Um. Uh. Tenet. Okay, then I, I my my list is actually out after that one. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I'll say after doing this list. Tarantino is better than Christopher Nolan. Yeah, he absolutely is. I actually, my list had seven Christopher Nolans and five t- Tarantinos. Yeah, but you did a lot of Batmans. Well, I have all the Batmans on my list. They're all yeah, really good movies. One. Yeah, but I it's think if you have one okay, Batman. Okay, okay, okay. So it was seven to five. 
Now it's five to five, and you guys just ate all of his movies. You guys, since I'm the guest, want to hear my full list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. hear your full list. I love you. So, Glorious Bastards, Django Unchained, The Prestige, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Pulp Fiction, Inception, Interstellar, uh, Dark Knight. That's crazy. Reservoir Dogs, Batman Begins, Jackie Brown, Oppenheimer. Everything wow. you had after Pulp Never seen Jackie Brown. Also, you Interstellar is like my favorite movie of all time. You said three great movies after Pulp Fiction that are way better than Pulp Fiction. You, when that, Pulp Fiction ended, I was like, that was it? The end of Pulp Fiction is pretty I, good, though. What, this an episode of Friends? Like, all they did was hang out for a Look, little bit. Zach, I think... <laughs> there was the funny scene when uh, John Travolta's like, here's what's going to happen, and then shoots that guy in the back of uh, in the what's head. What's his name? Shoots the black guy. Yeah. What's the guy's name? Oh, I just shot so-and-so in the head. Um, shot him in the face. I forget his name. It's like, I just shot him in the face. That was the funniest scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Um, um, that was funny. In the end. No, the, uh, another really funny scene was at, towards the end when they're in the uh, restaurant. Yeah, And yeah. those people do the stick-up. And he's like, he makes it, uh, remember, he makes like Samuel and John Travolta and everybody in the restaurant put their stuff in the bag or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, and he tells the guy he needs his wallet or something. And he's like, which one is it? He goes, it's the one that says, bad motherfucker. Grabs <laughs> 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 yeah. it up and says it. <laughs> that's a nice wallet. Yeah. I bet that's Velcro. I think hey, we didn't say the F word mom and dad. Sully did. On Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, <laughs> it was a lot different than I expected a Tarantino movie. I mean, not until the very end was there any, like, action. There's not a bunch of blood and, and guts like yeah. a lot of it is. It was more funny. Secondly, you really built it up too high for me. I think it's great, and I think that the end justifies the means. Yeah, Sully, yeah. so it's, I, it's I have great. a question for you. I do like yeah. it. What do you think about the cast of Oppenheimer going on strike to get more money to, like, the the staff behind the Have you heard anything about, like, the SGA strike? Yeah, I've heard about these writers striking, and now everybody's like, yeah, they do need more money. Oh, they need more money. All these guys from Oppenheimer went out there for a nice little photo op. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Cillian Murphy, he might be my favorite actor there is. I love that. He seems like un... Like, like he doesn't want to get into all the shit. He He doesn't have, like, any social media... He yeah. always slaps in anything he's in. They always tell him, like, they're like, uh, so what do you think about this? And he's like, what does LOL even mean? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. He was talking about how familiar he like, was with Christopher Nolan. I was like, oh, he's been in a lot of Christopher Nolan movies. And he I was, was like, in oh, six of them. He's in Interstellar. He's in the Batmans. He's in Inception. He's in this. He's in Inception. And and I don't even remember him from him, but Inception. he's in six of Christopher Nolan's you movies. You know what I could have sworn was a Christopher Nolan movie? when I was looking earlier through other Christopher Nolan movies, was Shutter Island. Oh, I wonder what is Shutter that, Island? Is that M. Night Shyamalan? M. Night Shyamalan. Is that? No. Seems like one that could be his. But I would have thought the same person that made Inception made M. Night Shyamalan. It's funny how both those guys always recast the guys they use. Yeah, they just love their cast. Interstellar had that name. with like uh, Tim Burton. Tim he Burton. He loves Johnny Depp, and now it's uh, Jenna Ortega. Yeah, they love these guys. Johnny Depp. You guys ever seen the movie The Secret Window? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is that is that M Night Shyamalan? No, that's uh. Actually, I think it might be. Uh, Shutter Island is Martin Scorsese. Oh, that's Scorsese. Not a great one. Scorsese is great. I did the Quentin Tarantino one because I knew you were a massive fan. I mean, you put like four of his movies in front of my favorite movie of all time. All right, y'all ready to wrap? 
Yeah, let's I got wrap a, it up. I got a uh, podcast trivia type questionnaire for. What Sully. did you rate this movie again? Eight point four. What did you rate it? Seven point eight. And I rated it a nine point eight, which equals very, an eight point four. That's an eight point four. Yeah. All right. All right. You're all right. All right. All right. We can leave it there. Sully, Sully, all right. Sully. So Sully, this is how we're gonna wrap up our podcast. And I hope you do good on it because some of the answers have been given to you during this episode. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> what do you know about movie night? All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. What episode of movie night are we on right now? 58. Yes, sir. <laughs> Number one, answer correctly. Say one line from the movie night theme song. You heard it in your ears earlier. <laughs> Yeah, that's how we're going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> that one? No. But I like it. Yeah, that's how we're going to get there. <laughs> sounds a little bit, sounds a little bit creepier. Well, I was than... paying attention to the animation. More yeah. True, bit. true, true. All right, so you're one for two. Not bad, not bad. We're going to give this to all of our okay. features. So the same we one? See, uh, well, they want to have less anyway. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever listened? Okay, let's keep recycling these books. What is the name of our movie night website? Uh, (laughs) You're not going to get it if you don't know it. Night Productions? MovieNightClub.com (laughs) MovieNightClub.com Okay, and then this is the last question. Name two shows or movies outside of Oppenheimer that we have done on the podcast. Oh, ouch. Just two. <laughs> two shows. Game of Thrones. We did, kind of. No, we didn't. We did House of Dragons. Oh, okay. See? Did we? Yeah, we did House of Dragons for sure. We're good uh, that. Harry Potter. Nope. Oh, man. <laughs> John Wick. Come on, man. All right, All right, so you're two for four. What was the second one? Wait. Huh? I thought it was one for four. Uh, didn't we? Oh. That was a two-part question. Two <laughs> no, yeah, okay. he was one for he four. He got 58. So what is, uh, wait, so you guys have only done, I thought you did a movie every time. What do you mean? No, yeah. we do a movie or a TV show. Every single time? We yeah. do it twice a week. Every episode. Well, and no, right now we're watching the 100 Greatest Movies of All Time. Uh-huh. We're doing that with my dad. IMDb. Uh, we've 96. Done like, it's like uh, North by Northwest is next. What's one? the guy who we'll made Psycho on Birds? Those old movies, scary ones? Yeah. There's a lot of old movies on there. You ever seen Clockwork Orange? Sucks. It's so sketch. Really? Is it I think in top oh, 100? Uh, it's it's got, no, it's not. It's, it's right outside. Oh, I watched it because I checked to see and I had wanted to see it because I heard it was good. Really? Oh my God. We got like six games. It's, it's so effed up and it's gross. Well, they can watch those videos. And yeah. they it was like birds. Birds messed me up for a minute. Like when the what crows dive down and peck people's movie. eyes out. Um, He did Eyes Wide Shut. He was... Uh, and Psycho. Yeah. Um... Damn it. Gosh, he's he's like he's super like famous. One of the original famous directors. He made uh he made Tin, no he made the movie Nolan? My God, Zach. Okay. His <laughs> name is Alfred Hitchcock. Ah, the old Hitchcock. He made the movie that we're watching with dad on Wednesday. Oh yeah, but I think it was directed by that's who the director was? Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, I was thinking Stanley Kubrick. Uh, Stanley Kubrick's done like a lot of the 
Yeah, Christopher Top Nolan loves Stanley it. Stanley Cube. He made uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah, that movie's terrible, too. Is it? It's on the top of Oh, 100. you're going to have to watch it? Yeah. When we were in high school. Space Odyssey? I thought that would be one I was looking forward to. Dude, well, no. It's not made in 2001. Oh it's made in like God. 1960. Really? You better. I knew it wasn't made. You better <laughs> find a way to power through that. Oh, jeez. Uh, Stanley Kubrick did, yeah, 2001 Space Odyssey, The Shining. Oh, that's That's good. a good one. Full Metal Jacket, Eyes Wide Shut, Clockwork Orange. Oh. Doctor Strangelove, I think that's always on top. Is that, it's, oh, it's like came in like it was out in like Doctor Strange Love. That's on it for sure. I've seen. I it. hate Clockwork Orange. Yeah, The Shining's definitely, in my opinion, Eyes Wide Shut, very sketch movie. You ever seen that? No. Oh, I don't know if that'll be on. the I've top. never seen Full Metal Jacket either, but I hear it's great. Full Metal Jacket is very good for like the first thirty minutes, then it sucks. Christopher like, Nolan, it's very historic, like or like the references and stuff. Christopher Nolan loves uh, Talladega Nights. Did y'all see that? Really? It's one of his favorite movies. Shout out to him. He puts it on all the time. It is one. It is a great movie. All right, Sully. Well, to uh, uh, sign us off, I'm pretty sure another podcast does this, but uh, we're just going to do it anyways. Just give us one line to the fans just to keep them going through the week, you know? It could be, it could be funny. It could be motivational. It could be anything. You just got to drop one line. Yeah, um... Just do what I have to do, you know. You got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps every single morning. <laughs> Farms, blue collar worker. I mean, it. I know that it's tough for the folks out there. I'm sure that all 50 of these listeners listening right now, some of them probably have to work in the trades. It gets hot out there. Make sure you bring a cold rag. Keep it around your neck. And you know what? Here's here's what I will part you with. Hot on the left, cold on the right. Shit rolled downhill. Boss is son of a bitch. Payday's on Friday. There you go. Roll it. Classic tin liner from our boy. <laughs>